Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two hundred of the Immigrant Section podcast, and the final episode. The final episode there. I said it. Wow, that's crazy, man. Four years of this podcast. Now, I haven't titled it yet. Obviously, I'm already speaking, so I don't know what the title will be, but I imagine it'll be something like Farewell or something like that. Uh, Don't worry, I don't have cancer. You know, I'm still living. Life continues. I got Dante here with me to uh, bounce some ideas off of. But, um, But yes, this is the final episode of the immigrant section two episode 200 uh you know i'm an engineer at heart i couldn't have stopped this bitch at 180 176 something like that 199 uh, 199 <laughs> i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and uh mo if you listen to the last episode mo knew and that's why at the end he was like he kind of was weird and i don't know <laughs> if you guys smelt it out but he was uh yeah i've got uh i've got another thing in the works so do not be concerned. I'm going to stay on the podcast. I bought way too much fucking electronics and equipment <laughs> in my house to stop podcasting. But the end of the immigrant section is upon us. Four years of one episode a week. Started this out in Chum at Richmond Street, downtown Toronto, with my producer, Patrick. We used to come in at 1130 at night Ooh. because he worked the night shift and he did City TV's editing. And at night, they had their pod, their radio room and it'd just be available. Uh, so we just let comedians come in, like Ryan Long, J.J. Lieberman, and uh, Danny Polachek. Uh, they were doing fuckonomics, or I forget what it was called, fuckonomics, I think. And someone told me about it, and then I think it was Jam Easy and Raheel Sheikh that were doing the wet beak there, and they told me. But anywho, I ended up doing about 30 episodes there, and it became a nightmare because I couldn't... Patrick was great. The space was fucking terrific, but the issue is like, it's hard to get people out at eleven thirty at midnight. Ooh, yeah. That's right. At eleven thirty on a Monday. On a Monday. On a Monday. Was it like every Monday? Like it was like a weekly thing. On a weekly thing. That was my slot. Is that why everything comes out on Tuesdays? Because it was like you'd film it on Monday, post it up Tuesday. Essentially, (laughs) I think I couldn't even answer that. I think maybe back then I looked at what was coming out, but prop. You're probably right. To be honest, Uh, I mean, I still put it out myself on Podbean and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was sick those days, man. Patrick, he has like deep, th- 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 not the sort, encyclopedia level knowledge of everything. Mm-hmm. So you just fucking chime in and everyone would just be like looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> this nigga does not stop with the knowledge. God damn, man. Uh, then I moved it. Then it became so difficult to get people there. Then I bought a couple camera or one camera. I used my phone and I took it to my basement at my old house and I would just set up two chairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was about from episode like... I don't know, like 30-something to like... Do you want to pull it up? You could probably see it from the the channel. Absolutely we can, yeah. Um, from like episode like 30-something to... I don't know if I switched up to a, the nice setup at episode 100. I always you wait till the did. fucking <laughs> nice now. You know how I am, right? I'm just like fucked up like that. I it's, need the num- it's the engineer. As a, as a former engineer myself, I, I, I get wait, it. Wait, you're a former engineer? Yeah. Well, computer network. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? I like a civil engineer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, you could have been fucking computer or whatever. But like, I'm like, huh? How did I not know about this shit? Let's see. Where is the motherfucking immigrant section? Here we go. Immigrant section. 
let's see you click this 178 full episodes on youtube uh yeah more recently ever since the one camera died mm-hmm. i stopped with the the video just because it's like with this big table i i couldn't do two videos i could today but i was like ah you know i i can't get you in it so it's just kind of weird but look at this so 77 it was still like that when Murheshi called in uh is new york necessary that's so funny two years ago me Chikia, what are the odds look at that yeah see is that what used to be it's not bad it's not bad right and is is new new york necessary yeah that was just like we were just talking a lot about new york but mm-hmm. like like there's a lot of good episodes in here and uh i think i switched up it literally might have been exactly at episode 100 <laughs> it was <laughs> it was typical typical me and then i still use one camera but and now i had a nice table and i had see but it was weird because you're looking at the profiles yeah of uh of people right yeah 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 you're not actually looking towards the camera which people need but red curtains too i noticed red curtains i was just straight up copying <laughs> motherfucking um like what's his name uh rogan, rogan. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, and then I went to that. Then I moved here, and I got two cameras, and that's when it became really nightmarish for me, to be honest. That's where the, the two cameras, the, the beginning of the decline, was like, man, two camera setup, and the get the two camera editing fucking workflow and having guests flop. Those two combined Ooh, to a whirlwind of yeah. like, and I transitioned to that like, like fucking. 60 episodes, 70, 80 episodes back. We're talking a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and every week there's like five to 10 hours work and I'm cutting. I used to cut three clips. I'd be like, yo, I was losing my mind, bro. I was having like, I was almost engineering life level of stress. I get, no, I, and I feel that because I understand like you, 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 you're trying to be so efficient with it. Right. But to be efficient, you, it's like, you got to be efficient running at like 80% all the time. You know what I mean? But you can't be redlining for like five months at a time. You'll just crash or explode. So I understand like trying to cut three clips, book guests, two cameras, edit the podcast. Because even before we started working together, which is this was what blows my mind. Because before you were like in the edit, switching between, you know, you were switching between the the angles so that added to the edit time right yeah like yeah you, you were spending like maybe three hours four hours editing and then it's just too much it's too much it became a job it became too much mm-hmm. and uh that's why i secretly not even secret i think i opened it was like thank when that camera died because i went on, went on tour i was recording so much and i think uh-huh. i clocked so much runtime. Mm. it killed that camera's motherboard or whatever i haven't even taken it to a person because yeah. I'm assuming the cost to fix it will be just as much as getting a new one. So I was yeah. like, fuck it. Uh, but I should check. But anyways, when it, it was like a sign from God, I was like, oh, you can relax. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not going to run out and go buy another one mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I've needed to work on for a very long time. That's being able to depend on others and work with a team. And, uh, and the next project, as you may know, uh, I'm assembling a team. Uh, it will not be guest-based. If there's one thing in this fucking life that <laughs> I will not be doing like anytime soon. And when I say that, I don't mean like no more guests. Obviously, always guests. But I want to create more of a dynamic. Mm. Uh, 
a duo or a trio, like kind of a flagrant vibe, something you tune into, you see what their take is on what's happening in the world, you know, their sensibilities. Yeah. Kind of like that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. This person's kind of like a little bit more heady. This person's more animated. Let's see what so-and-so says. Mm -hmm. That's what I kind of want to create. And then we bring in guests as needed just to pepper it in. and Every here and there. Every here and there. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. That's kind of the vibe. Uh, It's just... It's so annoying to have guests booked and you have like a, a you have a water bottle in front of there, you freaking formatted all the cards, you set up you charged all the batteries, you set yeah. up all the tripods, you got all the lights ready, and they are thirty minutes late and then they hit you up like, yo, not today. Sometimes they won't even say anything. Bro, I've had people yeah. it's two PM we're meeting. And at three o'clock, I get, with no contact, it's clear to me they're not coming. Mm-hmm. And then they'll send a message the next day. Oh man, something fucking! I've had it all. Anxiety. Get the fuck yeah. out of here, bro. Anxiety. I'm really? more anxious than <laughs> any of you motherfuckers. But I, I have the yeah. decency to like come up with a different excuse than anxiety. Yeah. Or at least don't give me that in- excuse. Or, or at least like one thing is like, you know, like the not even messaging like at 3 p.m if you're supposed to meet at 2 you know what i mean like at least 24 hours or, or something no, you know? but it bro, just, those kind of things they add up because they I, add up you man. know I especially just, like day of cancellations and you know it's not even can, just no shows you know thank god i didn't have a lot of no shows but i had a lot of like cancellation shifts where it's like I have a two to three window because mm-hmm. then I got to hit the gym because I got to go do this thing, drive out of town. Yep. And if you were not here by 3.30, then I missed it. Yep. Now it's Monday night and I release on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting one of my boys, like and, and one he, of the dependable guys. That's yep. why Mo is my uh, uh, Natish. Natish Sakuja, motherfucking um, Hassan Al-Shodri, Jordan Paul Chikio, uh, Mark Corliss, Conrad Osei, like... There's a bunch of people that you see over and over and over again because mm-hmm. I can holler at them and they'll yeah. pull up and it's not a big deal. But I don't want to constantly have, like when I was doing a guest-based thing, I was most comfortable with the people that I had on the most. Yeah. But I'm trying to do these things because it's like, I was just trying to create my own Rogan, really. Yeah. Yeah. Four years. I come to Toronto. It's fucking 2019 of May. And I'm like, I need a podcast, mm. but I need a hook. And then I was like, yo, the immigrant section is what they call the fucking uh, area where people shit talk and banting where I went to school. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we'll call it the immigrant section. It's yeah. a perfect name. Mm-hmm. I have immigrants on. And for a minute, it was great, you know? And then obviously everything takes its toll and you and you start upping the production with adding no one to the team. Yeah. That becomes a problem because yep. you just, I become, I, I'm like, I'm a little bit of a Kanye in that sense. Like I get his craziness of like, just fucking involvement and micromanaging and doing mm-hmm. everything kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I get now he has producers and stuff like that, but like coming up, he did everything, the yeah. sampling to everything. Yeah. And I get that because then you could actually control the end product supremely. Yes. But you start losing your mind, man. Yes. You know, if yes. I had hair to lose, I would have lost it all over again <laughs> just in this period. Luckily, the engineering already fucking did, took its toll on the hairline, but. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, fucking <laughs> the podcast was the final swipe, you know? You know in ISIS videos where they're cutting the head and the last and piece the- of skin is just kind of like <laughs> just on there? That was the podcast for me. Um, but I love podcasting. I love being on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's sick. I've been growing. Uh, all of y'all listening, I appreciate you guys 100%. And I really hope that uh, when this next project comes out, and it will be very soon, it's in the works as we speak. And it will be with parties that you're familiar with. 
So and and vibes and dynamics you already have heard. So that's gonna be sick. It's not gonna be anything alien to y'all. I just hope I get a nice transfer of the listenership over to that because it won't be this feed. If it if I could make it like just when it pops up, uh, you might even I be would able do to that. just like change the name. Like, I know in the I feed I, like just edit the name. <laughs> I, but then the it's not it's not uh fair to the future co-host right yeah, yeah, yeah so and then obviously now that i know the game i know you gotta bank a couple episodes and come out with a bang so itunes puts you on the noteworthy and whatever yeah, yeah so yeah. so you can start off with a bang and get a but but i but i'm confident most people will come if not all people because mm-hmm. like i said it's it's gonna it's gonna be a very familiar dynamic and i'm excited about that and to be honest just me talking about this right now brings me relief mm. because I don't want it to end up like The Simpsons, season 32. What the mm. fuck is happening? I don't want things to... I don't like it when the people take it for financial purposes. Luckily, this thing never made me so much money that I'm like, I don't... You, you know got to keep mean? doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just I just do it. Once it starts, it's not making you any money, and it's causing you a lot of stress. It's like you got to assess. And that's what I did at the beginning of 2023. Mm. I took a good look at what were the most stressful things in my life. And the podcast is the top of that list. Really? Yeah. Yeah. With the guests and the two camera and everything, it just became a beast. Yep. Especially now that I'm on the road and this. And You're that, going out. I'm yeah. I'm gone. It's just, and I have to like, the worst was being in Alberta and being like, okay, I got three days I'm back before I'm flying to BC. Oh, yeah. Texting yeah. who's going to be my guest. And like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want to have a, a home base, so when I come back, it's the crew. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. I'm mm-hmm. back from whatever, whatever. I'm yeah, back. Exactly. That's what I want. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm fucking excited about that. And other people may take things uh, to the next level. You know, some part of me. When I started this, man, I really was like, "Yo, if I make it to 50 episodes, that would be so sick." Right. Now we're and here. And then at before I know it, 50, and then it's 100. Oh man, I gotta up the 100. I made it to 100. I gotta up everything. 150 i gotta up everything and then uh 200 it's like now i'm gonna take what i've learned and apply it to the next thing Mm -hmm. what are some of the things you have learned because you've been doing it for four years so like what is something that maybe you thought it would be one way but you've since learned that maybe you could do it a different way better don't interrupt me (laughs) 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 uh i don't remember bro i like when i when i have to list it out I've become mm. a better conversationalist. I've become better on the podcast. A lot of the comments early on were, stop cutting your people off. Mm. Stop cutting your people off. Yeah. And uh, just listening to a lot of podcasts and just getting better at stand-up in general and the ebb and flow of like crowd work. It's better if you stop and let them speak because sometimes you're so in your head about like, this is the perfect thing to say and you're just, you're not actively listening because yeah. you're just thinking of your rebuttal your rebuttal is live in your head just waiting for a, a, an opening mm-hmm. and a lot of podcasts are like that you want to blurt it out everyone wants to be funny at the beginning i'll tell you one thing do not go for the joke every time that is the main thing i learned early mm. on my favorite podcasts are the ones that they can just speak when the joke comes they lean into it it's funny and we move on yeah 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 but like i used to listen to fighter and the kid a lot and then i and i had to stop at one point because it's just like yo everything became inside baseball and yeah. every joke was a everything that could be funny was ar- immediately tackled mm-hmm. i'm like the through line of the conversation is like not there there's no i don't know what the conversation we're just 
whatever insect fly, ah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll just make a random joke about it. But like, like you're saying, if it's like part of the conversation and something funny happens, like, you know, that's definitely way more immersive that way, right? Yeah, my favorite episodes of shit are the best conversations, mm -hmm. the most like deep rooted stand up conversations between two stand ups or like fucking specialists of whatever the hell that come on Rogan. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember the side joke you made. Mm -hmm. I'm entertained by it in my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theo Vaughn's podcast. Theo Vaughn is maybe the only exception where his whole thing is side things. Yeah, yeah. You know? Everything is just kind of like, I'm going to click record and where my mind goes, I'm just going to vocalize. Mm -hmm. So his whole thing is like a fucking, the windiest path you've ever seen. <laughs> but it works for the man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Just got, he's a storyteller. It works. Yeah. But I'm not like that, you know? That's why I'm, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to every week almost is Uncle Joey's with Joey Diaz. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. And he said that now that ever since the church of what's happening now ended and uh, people are like, man, you fucking suck now, whatever, because he's not, he's not, they're not getting high as fuck and just like, yo, this, you know what I mean? Like, it used to be funny. I, it was one of my favorite podcasts. Too. Yeah, yeah. But now there's something to it, which I guess this is, the value of obviously being an older man, he's 60 at this point, but there's a wisdom in it, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I'm not even going to attempt to have uh, convey wisdom or anything like that. I just want to be true to what we're saying mm -hmm. and have the conversation. Yeah. And when it's funny, it's funny, but I'm not tackling that shit. I'm not fucking running to find it, you know? Yeah. It finds you. The, the more you just stay in it, the more it finds you. And that's why that shit's my favorite because he just talks, tells great stories. Yeah. Great stories. Great stories. <sighs> Captivating. Ugh, you're locked in, dude. I want a captivating podcast that's fun. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be informative. <laughs> I don't know anything I've ever done is informative. Yeah, no. But is it enjoyable and captivating? And like, are you fucking amped when the episode drops? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've created that with this podcast. I see the numbers, you know? Mm -hmm. I get As the years went by, I get more and more. I know I have loyal listeners because I get... Most of my listens in that first 24 hours. Really? Wow. You know, yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and then it's like, I'll, if I bring on someone for the first time, if I bring on a female for the first time, I've noticed female comedians, they have like, uh, their crew really supports them. Mm. When they come on a lot, I, I had a lot, not, not all of them, but quite a few of them. It's like the first time they did a podcast. Yeah. And it's like everyone they know is listening. Yeah. So it's like their numbers are like, they may not have big social media numbers or whatever, but they're, they're commenting, they're engaging on the posts. Yeah, yeah. It's not even just that, but they only watch their thing. You see a big, usually you see a uh, spike yeah. where it's a lot of that episode that came out and a lot of the last three or four. Uh, so they listen to that and then they go see what else is popping. Mm -hmm. With them, it's just a huge spike. All the numbers go to that episode. They're not sticking around. <laughs> These bitches came just for her yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're out. Which, <laughs> hey, do your thing. I'm happy that you showed up to begin with. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed yourself and yeah. please uh, grab a water on the way out. But <laughs> other people seem to mull around and stuff like that. So I'm just hoping those people come over to the new project, which is, let's just say it's being worked on as we speak. I'm super excited because it's going to be a new creative space to be in. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things, and you know, going back to you know the Joey and Dante Diaz is going to be in it. I don't know why we're playing coy with this shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> I'll be imagine like I can't wait till this new producer gets on board. <laughs> You're like, yeah, man, that guy makes me look like shit. <laughs> See the way he switches the angles. Yeah, uh, but no, I think to your point with like the Joey Diaz thing, I think being able to have that new open space to like 
you know, do the new format that he's doing. You know, it, like you said, it's like a new life into it. So, you know, maybe going into this new project, we're going to have lots of new energy, new ideas, new life, new, you know, inspiration going into it. So new studio vibes. I'm going to get rid of vibes. this Joe Rogan big ass table. <laughs> I can't even get rid of it on Kijiji. I bought this thing for like, I forget, two or 300 bucks. I have it posted on six. If you're in Toronto, <laughs> you know that big fucking Joe you know, Rogan style yellow should, I got this thing posted for 60 bucks on Kijiji. You should uh, sell I it mean, on I could IG. change it to free. and No, sell like, it just, on IG. So who wants to buy the immigrant section table? Someone might want to buy it. Yeah. Like that, memorabilia. The, they're all over the place, bro. I don't like that's. <laughs> I don't want to go out like that. I don't want to go out like that. Liquidating all the fucking shit on the Instagram. Yo, thanks for watching and listening for these all these episodes. Does anyone want this chair? Well, wouldn't you want to? Nima Nazari sat on this chair. <laughs> wouldn't you want to buy one of Joe Rogan's chairs? No, not no? at all. No, not at all. If Joe Rogan's chair went up for sale mm-hmm. and it was fifty percent more expensive than the exact same chair. Uh, like right next to it i don't see that value uh, i'm not gonna be like i mean some other person might like buy it and put it on ebay as joe rogan's chair yeah. i'm not gonna do that shit. okay i'm not yeah. gonna do that yeah so makes sense i'm gonna get the one that's cheaper yeah, yeah right yeah. like yeah. there's no value mm, it smells like ice and elk <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really rogan really sad here you know <laughs> no no i don't care about any of that stuff fair enough I'm just trying to get rid of this thing, paint this place up. I've had these posters up. I mean, I'm sorry that I'm not on video right now, but if you've watched the video, it hasn't changed yeah. for... I brought these posters with me since the fucking... Almost three years these posters have been up. i say two and a half years at least. And uh, I love these things, and uh, I can't wait to get rid of them. <laughs> I cannot wait to stop looking at these things. Like I like Dragon Ball Z and Thirty Six Chambers and Wu Tang and Tame Impala and Marvin Gaye, but that's not the six things I like. Like I'm just looking at it every time. Like this is like these are my brand ambassadors. Or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to take it down, fresh paint, get rid of this table, two chairs, sit up. Yeah, some room for some guests. It's like a little project, you know. And I love, uh, I love like hands-on shit. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. That's one of the first things I noticed. Like when we first started working together, you had. Um, you had your your setup because you're doing your shirts. You're like sc- like hand screen printing your shirts. I'm like, you could just do this. Like, yeah, I looked it up on YouTube. I love making stuff. I'm like, all right, sick. This is gonna be sick here, you know. Yeah, I still have all that shit down there. <laughs> if I want, by learning the uh, screen printing process in and out, I learned one thing: hire a screen printer. <laughs> Does not make any sense to do this i have a heat gun downstairs i have every because that's what i do i get obsessed with something i get to a level of proficiency at it where i feel like i got it and i lose all interest in it Mm, so i don't have any gaming consoles here man would you be obsessed if you had a gaming console no i've had gaming consoles i've tried so many times in my life but after a month they are collecting the thickest amount of dust dude Mm. because it's just like I got to turn this thing on and then spend my time in a fake world. I'm just like, you know what I love? I always love Mario Party. I always love okay. a little Call of Duty online. Okay. But I like them because I'm at a friend's house playing yes. with those friends mm-hmm. and just killing time. But like if I have Call of Duty at my house, it's like it's not getting touched. It's really yeah. not getting touched. Yeah. 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 No, I feel that. I, I, I feel that as well. Like I like starting new projects and then all of a sudden you get you're right you get to that level it's like all right i'm pretty good and then you lose interest you lose interest oh okay let me go like for me like i was this close to like getting into rock climbing you know what i mean like 
I started watching videos and free solos and all this stuff. And then I went to a gym and then I was like, all right, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> you know Did you I, get decent at it first? I didn't even climb, dude. I was just watching. <laughs> <laughs> I did everything before that. You bought the chalk. I know. <laughs> no, I. You I, told your friends you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you did every other thing. No, but it was just like one of those obsessions to where like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to start rock climbing. And I went, I, I literally went to the gym and I was like looking around. I was like, yeah, I'll come back. And then like the next week the obsession was gone and I just haven't, you know, watched any rock climbing videos or anything. Oddly enough, you know what I found? I don't know if this is even a like theory is grounded in anything, but a lot of my friends who are in the corporate world, you know, like a lot of my friends are engineers in the corporate world and they're not, there are a lot of them in startups, so it's mm -hmm. not even very corporate. Yeah. But those are the guys that really commit and indulge in these things, these feats, rock climbing, yeah. uh, golf, um, the martial arts. Yes. Because I think that the so much of the week is so rigid. Oh, it's the... It's, yeah. They need an escape. They need kind of like a fun, free-flow thing. So I'll, I have a couple of friends, my buddies, uh, Firas and Taka, they fucking hardcore rock climb. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're really into it. But I'm pretty sure if they were like freelance artists or something like that, obviously they'd be totally different people to begin with. Yeah. But I don't think they'd be into that. I think it's like a yin and yang. Like yeah. the more of this, the more I need to go to a thing and have do something completely different. It's like that, that Dennis Rodman thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, on the court, like, you know, he's going to do his thing, but then he also, he needs to go wild on the weekends. Yeah, and if you, you try to suppress the weekends, you're going to fuck up the court. Exactly. Exactly. The, my buddies, I like, come out rock climbing because I told my I joined jujitsu and it's my, my fucking, because it's gi jujitsu, so you're grabbing gis and like mm -hmm. your forearms are getting jacked. He, and he hits you me. you feel I'm, it? <laughs> yeah. I feel it like right after. Yeah. But it's not like my, they're not just like hard as fuck right now. Uh, imagine they're just erect. <laughs> But he told me, he listened to it. I guess it was on my Patreon. And he goes, uh, yo, come out to rock climbing, bro. We'll get your forearms big, bro. Come out to rock. And I told him, give me a date. I actually like rock climbing. And every time I do it, it blows my mind how hard it is mm -hmm. and how wrong I'm doing it. Yeah. Because it's really supposed to be all your lower body's doing most of the work. But for us, our arms are dead. Because we're just fucking holding. I know, you're just doing pull-ups and shit. Like, it's all... We use all arms, but then when you watch... The, this is why I got obsessed with it. Because when you watch the professional rock climbers, it's like they'll put their heel on a hold, right? Where you put your hands or whatever. And then they'll use their hamstrings to pull themselves up, right? So instead of, like, trying to pull yourself with your biceps, they'll use their hamstrings and, like, do, like, a hamstring curl and try and, like, pull them up. Yeah, their body mechanic knowledge is yeah. off the charts. It's crazy. It's wild. Seeing the masters... I. It's one of those things where I like watching the mastery of anything and seeing like yeah. the guy. Who, I rock climbing blows my mind, especially when you do those. I don't even. Do, I haven't even done them, but every gym you go to always has the master wall mm -hmm. that we dare not look at. Yeah, I don't even. And it's always it. like starts off vertical, but then goes reverse. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like actually like you're hanging fully, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? How do yeah. you grip this shit, dude? Yeah. And then there's us trying to just do it, just pure arm strength. You know dude, what I mean? Not even our, Mine's not even <laughs> vertical. Mine's literally like it teeters off, like as a nice incline. So at least gravity's helping me, and <laughs> no. it's like reverse for those other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From what I've seen, it's usually the like those guys that go into it. Like if you show me a high level rock climber, I bet you they're an accountant or a finance person 
or an really? auditor or a, yeah I, I from what i've how seen how high level high, like high level hobbyist i'm assuming the highest yeah of course cuz the highest level i'm assuming they i don't know what's rock climbing i don't know how much money there is in I, I went deep so i could tell you no yeah. um no but like i i think you're right like there people need balance right this is why i'm an ex engineer as well cuz it's like you there's no balance in that lifestyle you know what i mean it's like you're just go 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 no no stopping so i think if there's someone that's like that, they're in that space and then they need to go rock climbing or they need to go skydiving or whatever just to balance out, like maybe hold them off for like three weeks or whatever and then go jump on another plane, I guess. I don't know. That's also why I think jujitsu is popular among comedians mm. because it's kind of like comedy is a, a lone sport. You're, you're alone amongst the tribe. Mm. We're all together, but we're, we're alone. Yeah. And that's why I like jujitsu because I was like, I'm. Um, Kind of as things go on, I find myself a little bit more and more isolated. And that's what in jujitsu. No, in 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 the vocation and everything I do. The okay, craft, got you, know? you, got you. Especially when you go on the road and you book these things, and it's like you're just fucking in a hotel, yeah, in a city, and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. Uh, but like, man, something about jujitsu it's sick. Like these Monday classes I go to, it's like third twenty people in there. Some are as young as like fourteen. Some are as older as like fifty five, sixty. And we're all just kind of like warming up together, mm-hmm. learning drills together. And it's just, I feel, uh, and I'm like one of the weakest. And there's something that's very satisfying and enjoyable about that. You know, it takes you back to full beginner mode mm-hmm. where you're just like a sponge. Yeah. I like that shit. Yeah. You couldn't even fake not being a beginner in jujitsu. Yeah, exactly. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those things. You could fake being a good comic way easier. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, just the way you stand, yep. the way you are standing right now tells me that you have not done this before. Mm, yeah. Your legs are too far open. <laughs> you got no base. You can tell that? Like, you can see you. that? No, I can't see. I'm saying people around me. Oh, okay. And I, I don't even know what they can see mm. until they say some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't cross your legs when you go side to side. Yeah. This, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay. Because I, I could pretend, I could put on a blue belt and you walk could. in and be like, I'm a blue belt. Like, no, whose belt is that? Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like, you could put on a blue belt, you could put on a black belt if you wanted, but then until but the someone- way you tie it. Yeah, we'll tell them that <laughs> that's, that's someone else's belt. Literally, there's a specific way to tie it, and yes. the fucking guy got angry at me, and I had to watch YouTube videos and master it. <laughs> it's like tying a tie. It's a specific yeah, you way. You have to do it a specific way. Like, see how this looks like a baby's bottom? <laughs> they kept, I'm like, oh, fuck. You can't fake it. Yeah, no, yeah. You can't fake it, brother. Can't. You gotta actually, like, truly humble yourself and be like, all right, I'm a beginner, and then work from there. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people, they fake it and then they're starting from up here, but then they're really down here. And then, you know, that's where all the mind games and they've messed themselves up come in. But uh, yeah, you can't fake it in jujitsu. That's that's for sure. And you can't fake it in podcasting. You can't fake it in podcasting. You can. You can absolutely fake it in podcasting. For how long, though? Not long. Yeah. Yeah. You could do one episode episode like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Episode two. And then you're like, this guy is saying the same thing. Or I. I feel like that one was a fluke. <laughs> it was a beginner's luck. Podcasting is a very strange thing. When you first get into it, you don't know what you're doing. You just think like, like I said, just be funny, man. Let's be loud and let's just. Yeah. If I go back and listen, let, let's go back and click. Uh, <laughs> let's go click like not episode one. Let's hear episode one. Why not? We're at episode 200. We, we should hear a bu- part of episode one, a part of episode 50. 
a part of episode 100. <laughs> it's not showing me episode one for some reason. Oh. But here, here's episode uh, three with AJ Bate, Burning Man in Libya. He's talking about growing up in Libya. Yes, I did my undergrad in Libya, and uh, that was that was really good. The education there is really good. The facility itself, like you know, whatever. You're single. Uh, you speak two languages. You have a professional degree. Mm. This was basically at that point. This guy then goes to that's Patrick. Runs <laughs> militia and runs away. Happens to come back. Like it's that's the some most backwards thing ever. Everywhere, like it's of like all a time. Cl- it's like, like a- you keep stirring the pot. A lot of. Uh, Interruptions. <laughs> That's episode three. Not so bad, to be honest. When I clicked it, I thought it'd be worse. But, uh, like, uh, yeah, I don't know what the, I expected by clicking that. Whatever. But still, that yeah. shit dropped May 15, 2019. Wow. That was episode three. 2019. Yeah, we're just coming up on four years. I think I put up my first one, like, either the last day of april or the first day of may but still essentially four years of a podcast and i'm happy man i listened you remember did you ever listen to the champs podcast neil brennan and moshka uh, moshka no i didn't i didn't listen great to podcast okay uh that is pretty much two white guys that always have on a black guest yeah yes based but i really enjoyed it they ended it randomly there's also um there's a couple of podcasts that obviously the church of what's happening now yeah um I can't think of another one right now, but I think there's a natural ending point. I could have went on if I had a booker and everything on. Yeah. But yeah. I'm so amped about this new idea we yeah, got, huh? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just uh, brainstorming before we recorded this. I wouldn't have been as excited uh, had I did not brainstorming afterward. I mean, like jumping off a cliff. But <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I did have fear. I'm not going to lie. I did have fear before this. I was like, oh, no, the people will this and that. And just so you know, I'm going to continue doing my solo episodes on Patreon. Uh, you can support um, this new project. I don't know if it's going to have its own Patreon. We'll figure all that out. But I just feel like I owe it to everyone that supported so far. And I like doing the one uh, once a week tune in because it's kind it's become like therapy for me. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I can't actually seem to actually lock in a therapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time yeah. I, 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 the OHIP, because I'm trying to get the free one, oh, the OHIP okay. cupboard, yeah. and it's garbage. Yeah. And then when I try to get one, like I paid for one, and she was like, she was the, like I, an hour before I couldn't make it, and I was like, oh, hey, I'm not going to, she's like, it's been less than 24 hours yet. And then she hounded me for her money, yeah. and I sent it to her. And then she's like, all right, when do you want to book your next one? I'm like, bitch. Whoa. <laughs> You got you turned into fucking Gandolfini on me, and yeah. now you think I'm just gonna trust you like that. Um, but there's something about the solo podcast that, especially when I like make a, I, I grab one of the sharpies, not a sharpie, sorry, like the post-it, and I write like three things. Sometimes I'll just go on and just start shooting the shit, and like 11 minutes in, I'm like, ah, fuck, what else? But <laughs> usually, if I just sit there for 10 seconds, I go that audition that was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm that heckle that heckler yeah my mom this and i fucking go off and i'm and i'm enjoying it and i'm i'm appreciative of all the people that have been supporting on patreon all this time and i'm gonna keep doing those um but like i said bro my autistic mind needed to make it to 200 i didn't even know at 170 or 180 that i wanted to end it it was kind of like felt it yeah you're feeling it i was feeling it yeah it's it's at the beginning of the year i was like what the fuck is yeah happening it died on me, 
and when and then the relief that it came with not doing video i'm like you know what i need to start something fresh mm-hmm. with what i've learned like i said with how the algorithms work how youtube works you ask what else i learned don't do it off your own account make a separate account for the podcast mm-hmm. um don't try to do every fucking platform that's what i made a twitter i was trying to tweet immigrant stuff post tiktoks and instagram reels and youtube clips and bro i was gonna shoot myself it's a lot i know alone it's too much it's too much i know and that's you know these these young cats coming up like they'll realize because even like when i was coming up there I love that you're 24, by the way. Like I'm 25 or whatever. Yeah, like these young cats coming up, they, no. they don't know what the game is, man. No, but it's like they they have to post like eight different social medias, bro. Like, you know what I mean? They got to do this. They got to do this. They got to do this. They got to post three clips on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Like there's 24 clips and then you got to write the captions. Bro, that's so much. I know. I know. The reality is it's mostly the same clip you're posting on all of them because it's the it's 1080 by 1920 yeah. resolution. It is a lot. It's too much. Yeah. And I know now that you just got to lean into what works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop it on TikTok. Yeah. I'm going to drop it on Instagram. And I'm going to just fucking keep the... I'm not going to make a clips YouTube page. I had a clips page for my for the immigrant section. And I was like... And that was growing too, but just post the reels just post them as shorts yeah. on the same page. On the same Don't page. make a fucking separate page. It already separates it on the page. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> uh, but this was, I was doing all this before shorts was like a, a, thing. a clear yeah. and concise thing, you yeah. know, as yeah. they, everyone slowly has copied TikTok. Yeah. TikTok was the master and like the, the North Star. Yeah. And now reels and shorts have just fucking re-engineered that. Yeah. And if they ban TikTok, they're going to, they're lobbying for TikTok to be banned right that's now. What I, that. That's one of the rumors I heard that like Meta was lobbying to get TikTok banned in like America so that reels, of course that's like BMW look. being like Mercedes is Nazi owned yeah. or whatever the fuck you know whatever what I mean? maybe but that's that's one of the Kill things the I heard competition. they're like oh let's you know you know block out TikTok so that everyone can come on our reels and our platforms and stuff like that so who knows yeah we, all I know is what the next thing when we do it we're gonna pick a few things and do them right yeah have a fucking schedule. Yep. Stick to it. Yep. Grow it. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. Stay in it. Keep it fun. Yeah. Have a team. A team. That's the key. A team and guests that don't flop. Guests that, well, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and even if they flop, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Because it's, there's a base dynamic, right? Yep. Yep. That's the beauty. Out there, if you guys have a difficult time trusting people, you got to find the right people to work with. It's taken me almost four full years now to learn that. Uh, I didn't know what the end goal was when I made it. Well, I was like, well, I'll go till the end. Rogan's at 1,200. I'll go to it. No, 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 no. There's someone booking for that motherfucker. There for is. For sure. Months in advance. Months in advance. He's yeah. just got it lined up. He just knows I need to show up here mm-hmm. and have a conversation. Yeah. That ain't what it is for me. That is not what it is yeah. for me. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I don't want to go too far i don't want to fucking drag this on this this is like a breakup at this point is it not <laughs> it's not you it's the it's platform not you, it's me. Yeah, yeah exactly it's the game baby please just understand yes i peed in the bed that one time but please forgive all the times i didn't post and missed episodes and by the way you can never miss an episode in this game in which game one time i took vacation i mm, took vacation. oh like in the podcast like yeah and uh. i thought that 
because I missed an episode, the next episode would have a lot of traffic because they're like, oh, uh, we missed you. Yeah. But it had way less. <laughs> it's like they forget. <laughs> they forget, yeah. They forget and move the fuck on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a doggy it's a dog world out there, Legit. man. Yeah. The content game is savage, bro. It's you are forgotten in the drop of a penny. Yeah, it's, it's quick, like, because, you know, cycles come and go so fast. If you don't post, if you're not at the top, like, people just forget you. Like, like you're never even there. You know what I mean? Like, just like how I was obsessed with, like, a few rock climbers. So, like, maybe, like, for, like, two <laughs> weeks, they got, like, a, a bump in their views or whatever. And then next week, I'm like, eh. I'm out of rock climbing. Now. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> All these are going back to the rock climbing analogies. It's like you got, it's like you got a rock and you just want to fucking climb it, right? But, right. but, but your shoes they ain't got no traction. Right? But that, that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons why I was into rock climbing because I liked it as an analogy, right? Because we're all trying to climb the mountain. You know what I mean? We're all trying to like get to the top, and when you see the actual rock climbers that like they. They don't do the indoor stuff. They rock climb outside. It's like, it looks like they're climbing on like a flat wall. But th because they're so experienced, they know, and then they have the right muscles, and they can do it, so they know all the techniques and stuff. And I was like, man, like, they put in that level of mastery to see things that I can't see, to climb up what I think of, what I see as a flat surface. But to them, there's like, yeah, there's this hold and this hold and this hold. So... I started seeing like life in like a rock climbing way. It's like, okay, if I put in enough mastery, I'll be able to see the holds that other people don't see to them where it looks like a flat surface. But to me, there's like 30 paths that I can take. But then I like, I love, but then you quit. On that. You're like, Here's the path I see. And it's the exit button. <laughs> That fucking kills me, bro. <laughs> You're like, that did not pan out for you, huh? Uh, like, I'm just going to focus on this production thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the production's the mountain that I'm climbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And let's just focus on this, baby. Watch podcasting shit, yeah. tools. Let's make this shit great. Uh, I want to thank every guest that has been on. I know none of you guys are listening <laughs> right now. No, actually, some people do listen. And this has become quite a, a notable podcast in Toronto. I know that because... Uh, I was talking to G. Wen Gill, a comedian, and one episode I was I was talking to someone and I couldn't remember G. Wen's name. I was like, "What's that guy? Tall, brown guy, Punjabi." He told me about Sidhu Musala and shit like that, and uh, it got back to him because <laughs> we were like hanging out at a show. He's like, "You couldn't remember me on a podcast." I'm like, "God damn, this motherfucker <laughs> spreads like fire." Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's probably just because it's like it's just uh, still people it, hear it that you don't know hear it like that's another thing it's like it's shade shade gets around right it's kind of shady around. right kind of like, what well, you can't you don't know my like that type of shit but I if you say so. whatever yeah that shit stays within the fucking <laughs> and i took that personally <laughs> yeah exactly so um i made it to episode 200 i'm fucking proud this is an achievement uh i think this is still continuing to be available uh, no new episodes will release on this RSS feed, which is kind of like the link for this thing. Uh, I think with the new one that I will announce shortly, just if you haven't followed my Instagram, abbaswahab.com, A-B-B-A-S-W-A-H-A-B, uh, underscore, as I had to get, I guess there's another fucking one, but <laughs> if you just type that in, I'm the one with the blue check. Do you understand? Yes. Uh, verified. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all jumping like, fuck, you got really arrogant at the end of it. <laughs> but follow me. I'm going to announce that. I'm not going to be in a rush to make a separate Instagram for the new podcast. Uh, just post it off of my thing. And then when the time comes, I'll make it a separate account. 
But uh, yeah, thank you for coming on this journey with me. If you're an immigrant, if you learned anything, uh, please just stand by. And as soon as the new one drops, I'd love for you to do a bunch of reviews on Apple, Spotify, whatever you listen to, help the algorithm push it up. And remember the good times of this podcast, baby. I made it to episode 200, mama. I did it. Let this go down as a memorable podcast for all those people that came and saw me on tour all across Canada and say, yo, I heard you from the immigrant section. Thank you for coming out. I see you. For all the people all around the world, I, I know I can see the analytics. Mostly England, America, Germany, Australia, but also India, Sudan, fucking Cyprus is huge. They love me in Cyprus for some reason. I'm assuming there's mad fucking Sudanese or <laughs> Africans in Cyprus for some reason. I got to go out there. A lot of love for everyone around the world who's ever enjoyed this, who's listening to this. Thank you. Uh, I'm getting a little, I'm not getting teary-eyed, but I'm getting teary-voiced a little bit. Uh, but yeah, thank you for coming on this journey. Um, look out for the new project. When I announce it, I'm going to put all my energy into it. Hopefully, I'll make y'all proud again. Dante Williams with me here, and he will be on the new project. Yo, yo. Your boy, Abbas Wahab, signing out for the last time. If you're listening to this hundreds of years from the future, it was a pretty good time while it lasted. I don't know what else to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, your boy, Abbas Wahab, signing out for the final time. Uh, episodes will be on Patreon still for the upcoming future. And again, be healthy, live well, live long, and prosper. Now I'm copyright infringing <laughs> shit. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.